It was a cracking game, I must say. Dramatic game. I was kept up to date by a talk sport. It was Germany 1, Colombia 0. A 97th minute winner. Germany stunned at the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup. And they were the side, Colombia, of course, who had a slightly, should we say, um, overly committed friendly match, supposedly, with Ireland before the competition started. And now it looks like Germany may, I mean, it could still go through, but Germany, Brazil, and even host nation or coast nation Australia may not go through. But let's focus on Colombia and talk once again to our pal. I've spoken to him for a few weeks now, but he's a fantastic listen. Often with Martin Keller at the weekend, absolutely live from Mexico this morning. It's our pal John Bonfiglio, top writer and broadcaster. Good morning, John. So, I presume they were dancing in the streets of Colombia after that particularly thrilling outcome there. They have been absolutely euphoric in Colombia and not just in Colombia. Latin America has woken up to this World Cup with this I mean, absolutely amazing result between Germany and Colombia, but also Argentina coming back from 2-0 down against South Africa to draw mm. and to give themselves still an outside chance of qualifying uh, for the second round. I mean, look, with the Germany-Colombia game, Germany want for sure one of the favourites for, uh, you know, to win the World Cup, FIFA ranking second in the world, Colombia around 25th. Um, I mean, nobody expected this to happen, but anybody who's paying attention, as you say, uh, Martin, when that uh, that friendly, in inverted commas, uh, against Ireland a couple of weeks ago was called off because of Colombia being overtly physical, um, should have realised that Colombia were not coming to just make up the numbers and play pretty football, but they were definitely coming to get right in amongst it and make a serious challenge for the trophy. And it certainly seems, as you say, they're you know, still in with a shout, still in with a, sh a shot at things. And the, the winning goal was scored by Linda Caicedo, who I think has had, well, I know has had a remarkable backstory. She's still only, I think, 18 or 19. But what a life she's led so far. Talk about overcoming some terrible odds. Absolutely. Um, diagnosed with ovarian cancer at 15, uh, operated on to remove the tumour uh, a few days later, and undoubtedly the star, not just the star of, uh, of the Colombian side, but also uh, yeah, she moved to Real Madrid uh, just this year and has really lit up the... Uh, uh, the the tournament, the youngest player to score at this tournament on two separate occasions. She won the best player of the Copa America uh, last year um, and was a player of the match in on on both uh, in both matches that she's she's played already. She collapsed in training on Thursday and which really mm. freaked uh, you know worried everybody because you know anybody who's seen her play or who's seen her she's a slight figure. She actually you know the goal that she scored against Germany. Um, just after halftime, reminded me a lot, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, of, you know, Messi-esque vision, dribbling skills. You know how say Michael Owen, they're, they're calling it her Michael Owen moment, a reference to the 1998 World Cup, where in kind of streaked through the Argentinian defence, and it was as dramatic and as powerful and as important as that, I think. Yeah, and also, you know, when, when these, these um, generation-defining uh, players, they just seem to have more time. And that moment where she just dribbled past two German defenders and shot it into the into the top goal just gives you a sense of, you know, the talent of the individual. As you say, just 18 years old and she looks so much younger as well. Mm. She cuts a really, really uh, slight figure and has a big, big future ahead of her. And of course, Michael Owen, I think, was only 18 when he made his similarly dramatic run. I mean, you could now say he's doing a Linda Cost. Am I right in saying from remembering my old Spanish that Linda means like pretty in Spanish? We Linda yeah, means you're very yeah, pretty. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> <Very> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> the old knowledge I'm clinging to there. So, okay, we've got uh, Colombia with a, with a shout, with a chance of going through. Not every side that made it through to the Women's World Cup has done quite as well. They have them from South America, or from Latin America, in fact, generally. 
No, you're right. Uh, Colombia actually should go through because they've got to play Morocco next and Morocco were beaten 6-0 by, by Germany. Um, so they should, you know, unless something strange happens and actually if anything, you know, Colombia scoring to win in the 97th minute tells us that they are uh, strong of mind and, and spirit because they could quite easily have gone down there. So you would expect Colombia to go through. And here's the math watering prospect. Brazil, who lost to France in the, in the second fixture in Group F, now have to beat Jamaica in the last match to go through, which they probably will do. But that means that they'll go through in second place uh, and will play Colombia uh, in the round of 16. So for Latin America sides, that's, uh, you know, that's for sure a mouth-watering prospect. As you say, five, five teams uh, have made the finals. Panama, Costa Rica not doing so well, but I guess nobody really expected... Uh, I think Brazil, may not, Brazil may not qualify either. Is that, there's an outside chance Brazil won't go through, as long as Australia may not go through. Yeah, Brazil needs to beat Jamaica to go through. So you would expect that to happen, but it's still, it's mm. definitely not, you know, not where Brazil expected to be. And uh, the, the biggest surprise of all is Argentina. Still only on one point and fourth in Group G, and they need to beat Sweden to qualify. I mean, that's, you know, unlikely. Sweden also one of the favourites for the tournament, but Argentina now has hope and they definitely didn't expect to have hope at this stage of the equation. But the Colombian example of having beaten Germany, also suggests that you know uh, these things are possible, increasingly possible in a in a women's uh, women's tournament, which was you know a few tournaments ago perhaps was pretty easy to predict. But as as uh, as the groups and the teams tighten, then we're certainly getting more upsets and really bringing life to the tournament. And how healthy? I suppose it varied from country to country, but how vibrant was women's football or is women's football across um, the area you cover, particularly certainly Central America and Latin America, South America? Look, I think it varies a little bit. It's definitely vibrant on the streets, um, in the parks, uh, in the local playing fields. You get as many girls as as boys. Uh, once you start to get through, I guess, uh, through the ages and through the youngs towards a sort of semi-professional landscape, then funding definitely falls off. Actually, Lacey Santos, one of the other stars of the Colombian side, has, uh, you know, her own backstory also is, is difficult economically. She's spoken extensively of how she never had any funding, how mm. she had to sell sweets at school in order to pay uh, to travel for, for training and how actually for her, the last World Cup in France, the 2019 World Cup in France, was a seminal moment because suddenly she felt there was sort of global awareness of, of women's football. The audience figures and reception uh, started to really uptick. And of course, that accompanied uh, funding. So you know, w- women's football has come a long, long way, but it's still not globally a professionalized sport. And that's definitely very clear when you come to teams, you know, for sure in Latin America, other teams like Haiti and so on, uh, that are semi-professional at best. Now, I've only got 30 seconds left, I'm afraid, John, but I did want to ask you about the uh, Mexico's preparations, or I'm sure there's huge excitement about the hosting the, the kind of America's World Cup next time around, just in, what, three years now? Yeah, uh, an increase now exponentially since they actually perhaps fortuitously, won the Gold Cup a couple of weeks ago. So everyone here now feels that Mexico is on a on an upward path and uh, doesn't have to you know, look forward to the next World Cup where, uh, uh, from the, in the old Doctor Who sense, from behind the couch, you know, <laughs> peering through their peering through their hands. There's definitely an up uh, an upsurge in interest and enthusiasm now rather than feeling that it's a moment of potential global shame for the country. John, always an absolute joy having you on the programme. John Bonfiglio there, live from Mexico, talking to me, Paul Rice with News and Sports, on the way. Mm-hmm.